electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Keynote by CNBC events. I'm Seema Modi, CNBC's global markets reporter. On this podcast, we bring you in-depth, candid conversations with executives, experts, and thought leaders. Today, my conversation with Gary Vaynerchuk, a serial entrepreneur and CEO of VaynerMedia. Known as Gary V, the New York Times bestselling author is known for accurately predicting trends and patterns in consumer behavior. We invited him to CNBC's Small Business Playbook on May 4th, 2021, to share his best marketing tips for small business owners right now. Here's our conversation. So let's talk about small businesses looking for different ways to drive revenue. You've become really interested in NFTs, non-fungible tokens, and you're actually saying small businesses should look at this as a revenue opportunity. Can you explain? Let me go right into an example that I think may help people. Let's say you're a pizza shop reopening Um, Obviously, you've been doing delivery at some level, but you want to create a NFT project where you make uh, a thousand tokens and 900 of them are just like your logo in token form. But in the smart contract underneath it, it gets you a discount for every pizza you ever buy. So it almost becomes a membership, not just an NFT token, or that's really the essence of why NFTs are so powerful. But then... The 100 that are left, maybe maybe 90 of them are a silver token, and that gets you free pizza, literally free pizza, once a month, every time you come. And then there's 10 golden tokens that lets the owner and operator and proprietor of the pizza shop come to your home and do uh, a pizza cooking class for you and your friends. I think that everybody in SMB is going to learn that NFTs are a way to do membership clubs, discounts, uh, just like a lot of small businesses went out and built apps on phones a decade ago. I do believe that NFTs will be a part of the strategy for small businesses going forward. That is so interesting. So the small business viewers here who are tuning in, how should they get better educated on NFTs and how do they really start? You, you said the keyword. Right now, people are looking at NFTs as an investment thing, so they're buying, and a lot of people are wasting money because there are many Beanie Babies, even though there's a couple of Michael Jordan rookie cards. And so it's 10, 15, 20 hours, 10, 15, 20 hours of reading, watching YouTube videos, programs like this. Like You've got to find sources. Now, there's some bad information, so you're going to have to take on accountability. A lot of people are like, Gary, I don't want to go on the internet. There's so much bad information. So what are you going to do? Not do it. You've got to go in. Twitter has a lot of people. Look how people interact with them. Um, there's, you know, G Money on Twitter, I think, is very thoughtful. Um, there's just tons and t- Beanie. There's tons of people giving great information. So I would say 10, 15, 20 hours of research Got it. Gary, you mentioned Twitter. Let's talk about social media because huge opportunity for small businesses, but it's very hard uh, we also see many times hear from business owners on how to figure out the social media strategy, their social media strategy. What would you say is the solution? Well, everything in business is hard. You know, it's hard to find a good ad campaign. It's hard to find good employees. It's hard to do many things. Um, 
here's what I would say. The biggest reason so many businesses struggle with social media is they put out content that's in their best interest instead of the person on the other side. It's very commercials. It's very promoting themselves. Try to put out content that educates instead of sells. For example, instead of another tweet or an Instagram post that says, buy one, get one free pizza. I'm gonna keep using that example. Maybe you make videos of how to make pizza at home. Maybe you make videos of what wine pairs with pizza. Maybe you talk about you know the ingredient sources. You start becoming more a publisher and editorial than you do becoming a commercial and a salesman. That simple rule, because that's the only amount of time you and I have right now, is probably the best quick, simple rule that I've seen people get success from. I like that because there's sort of a delicate balance between just promoting your product versus trying to provide content that is informative and can be used and is applicable. But even when you do figure that out, there are so many social media platforms out there, Gary. How do you choose which one is best for you? If you're a small business, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, are, and, and really those three from like a selling standpoint, because Twitter's a little bit more community brand building, mm-hmm. but from a selling standpoint, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram is requirement. And it's not just about organic. It's not just you post a video of your flower shop or you sell pears and you're like, here's what, pa-. it's you've gotta run ads, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. You run ads in newspaper, direct mail, radio, local television, you know, sponsoring a, a, a team in town. You've gotta run media on these three platforms in a demo that can actually come to your shop or use your service. And that, that's the testing and learning of creative and media planning, media setting, spending the media. And you got to test and learn, test and learn. And then you find an ad and a media spend that works for your business. That's ROI positive. And then you pour light, lighter fluid. It's kind of like, how do you get better uh, with your health? You work out and you eat healthy. You eat healthy and you work out and you do it every day. The formula is simple. I just gave it to you. The execution's hard. Yeah. And for a small business, I mean, social media, they... People know it's powerful, but it also costs money. How much of a social, uh, social uh, excuse me, a small business's uh, marketing budget should be allocated towards social media? As much as possible. You know, like if you're a small business, social media is your best ROI. It's better than direct mail. It's better than radio. It's better than print. It's better. It's better. Most people aren't good at it. It's like, it's like, you know, basketball is good ROI. If you're good at it, you make millions of dollars playing the game, but you have to be good at it. Social lets you be specific. When you do a, and I, listen, for my dad's wine store, Wine Library in New Jersey, we did a lot of direct mail. We do a lot of, we've done a lot of print. We've done a lot of radio. What social lets us do is make a message just for Short Hills, make a message just for Bergen County, make a message just for Hunterdon County. And in that specific creative is where you get the big results. And so, you know, I would say at least 50%, maybe 75% because it's just good return on the dollar. The problem is you have to get good at it. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. 
as the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs and the small dogs who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. What about Clubhouse? A question here from Chris who asked, what are your thoughts on Clubhouse for business owners, specifically in the finance industry? I love it. You go in, Chris established himself as an expert. He follows the guidelines of the financial industry, doesn't make any claims he can't, hosts a room, jumps into rooms. Clubhouse and TikTok are great because you can go viral. You don't need to spend money. You can just be a participant in the content creation uh, or a participant in the Clubhouse rooms or start your own. I'm a huge fan of Clubhouse, TikTok, and LinkedIn for all the B2B small businesses that are watching for organic. That goes against the rant that I just had about media spend. These are three places where you don't need to spend media, but if you put out good content, you will attract an audience because the algorithms or the attention, like it is on Clubhouse, is there for you for free. Speaking of B2B, question here from Joanne. What are the best advertising methods to use for service companies that work primarily in B2B? LinkedIn, 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 and Facebook groups. You know, I will say Facebook groups. Starting a Facebook group around the genre or expertise you have has paid huge dividends. But I I also like pre-roll YouTube videos. You can run YouTube video pre-roll ads against what people search for on Google And as you can imagine, if you're a B2B company, you know what people are searching for. So then running ads against that target group where you're then making a video instead of just being blue letters for a sales conversion on google.com, that's where YouTube can do brand and convert. Makes sense. Here is a question from John. How do I increase interest in hosted positions? How do I draw more eyeballs in? To the the positions that he's trying from a hiring standpoint? I think posts that he puts on social media, how does he drive more viewership, more eyeballs to those posts? <laughs> run, There's run all those media. apps out there you can download, nope. you know, to, to generate yeah. more views. You know what? So you're going to love this. This is where, like, I love that you just said that. You just made this interview 10 times better. If you paid me $20 trillion to tell you one name of one of those apps, I, me, would not be able to. Optics, like, that robot views. Spam views do nothing for your business. They may, they may put a Band-Aid on your insecurity, but they do nothing for your business. So the real answer is make better content or run media against it to increase the views. Gary, I'm so glad that we're talking today. We are in the midst of a potential economic revival, but there are so many small business owners who are still struggling. What is the best way to stay optimistic uh, in, in this time? Perspective. By realizing you're blessed. I mean, you know, today, in 24 hours, there will be 200 million, 200 million miles walked in Africa by women trying to get access to fresh water. You know, the, and I think about stuff like that. I know it's kind of a left field answer to your question. How do you stay optimistic? By realizing you're blessed. You are watching CNBC, which means you have electricity, you have a television, you have a business, you have a business likely in America, because you're watching this. That's unbelievable. Of course there's gonna be hard times. There was the Great Depression. There was the 87 stock market crash. There was the Great Recession. There was 9-11. There was the Vietnam War. There's 
micro things like death in your family. Uh, there's always something. But the way you start, stay optimistic is realizing that you're in control of it. And, and here's the big one, by coming to the realization, and it's really tough for some people and for others, it's liberating, that what's the alternative? Are you gonna dwell and cry and close up shop? Nobody's hearing you complain anyway. That's not a bad thing. That's actually a great thing. It allows you to stop putting energy on worry and fear and, and crying and dwelling and excuses and it converts it to offense. And now you're spending those 12 hours researching what an NFT is because you watch this and you're like, what is that? You know, trying to do different creative on Facebook that you've never made before. It's offense versus defense. I have a bone to pick with you though. Gary, you have Please. said that kindness Kindness is the best strategy. But here's the thing. As a woman, if you're too kind, you're seen as a pushover. You're seen as weak. How do you do it right? How do you be kind but still seen as respected and strong? I've watched thousands of men be kind and be looked as a pushover. I, many times, do not confuse my high-energy conviction communication style as, a, as the way I actually do business, I'm incredibly passive, incredibly long-term, wildly non-transactional in my day-to-day behavior and have had ungodly amounts of people walk all over me. The difference for me is I've always been in entrepreneur land. So walking all over me is really at their expense because the market is the market is the market. People get walked over if they don't have the leverage. So to your point, and there's a lot of validation to your point, if you're talking about bosses or decision makers, well, any whether you're a white male, a minority female, or anybody in between, by working in a corporation, you by nature have the ability to get walked over based on your kindness. And that doesn't matter what you look like. That has been historically wildly incorrect business etiquette And I believe we're in the transformation of this. I believe that you may lose the short-term battle of being kind, but you will always win the long-term war of reputation, brand, and karma being a practical business driver. And so I think it depends on the perspective of what you're looking at. If you're looking at it in the short term of a day, an hour, a week, a month, or even a year, uh, there's a lot of validity of being walked all over. And I think all kind behavior, non-combative, non-transactional behavior gets walked all over. If you look at that in a window of five and 10 years from a reputation and brand standpoint, I think you'll see the opposite. Play the long game. I love it. Let's talk about being a good leader. There's so many books. There's PhDs, people who have specialized in this. Three things that you think qualify a great leader for a small business owner. 100% accountability. When you tell all the individuals that work for you that it's your fault, it changes everything. Uh, Number two, the immediate and desperate need to eliminate fear. Um, And that's through positive communication, but it's also through something else that I struggled with for years, back to me being passive and walked all over. I struggled with candor for the majority of my career. I've now fallen in love with the idea of kind candor where you deliver the bad news, but with, you know, with, with some compassion, with some empathy. And I think kind candor eliminates fear because then everyone knows where they stand. So number two, after accountability is eliminating fear. And number three, I think the biggest thing with a leader is she or he has to set the vision and not be a hypocrite. They got to get their hands dirty. They've got to do the things that they are asking others to do. And they have to remember the biggest, I would put it to even before number one, now that I'm talking it through, 
You work for them. They don't work for you. And the second you understand that, good stuff happens. That was Gary Vaynerchuk, a.k.a. Gary V, CEO of VaynerMedia. He joined me at CNBC's Small Business Playbook on May 4th, 2021. The keynote is produced by the CNBC events team. For more information on upcoming CNBC events and how you can join us, please visit cnbcevents.com. I'm Seema Modi. Thanks for listening. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.